Well, hello there, my friend. Jonathan Doyle with you as always. Welcome aboard. This is the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. If you are a Catholic teacher, you're a Catholic leader, Catholic principal, Catholic bishop, if you, maybe you're the Supreme Pontiff of the One Holy Roman Catholic Apostolic Church. Welcome aboard. If you care about Catholic education, you're definitely in the right place. It's good to have you on board. My name is Jonathan Doyle, as I said, and my great desire is to liberate the potential of Catholic teachers around the world. Over the last, gosh, 20 plus years, I've had the immense privilege of working around this beautiful planet with so many incredible Catholic educators. And uh, this is my gift to you guys. I'm going to be speaking back in the USA very soon. So if you are in the US and you're listening, please reach out and uh, we'll see if I can make a stop wherever you are, because I'm going to be all over the place there soon. Can't wait to get back there. Love visiting the United States of America. Friends, please make sure you've subscribed. Hit that subscribe button here on the podcast. It does make a big difference. And you're going to find a whole bunch of links under here too. There's links to the YouTube channel. There's links to how to book me to speak. If you'd like me to come and speak to staff or students at your school or in your diocese or event, please reach out. There's also some coaching links there for executive coaching for Catholic principals. All right, friends, let's jump in. Today, I want to share with you a great quote from an address by Pope Francis, by the Supreme Pontiff himself. To participants in the plenary session of the Congregation for Catholic Education for Educational Institutions in Clementine Hall on Thursday, the 13th of February, 2014, just in case you wanted absolute clarity on my sources. So this is an address from the Pope to a whole bunch of Catholic educators, people just like you, men and women, had gathered for this special event. And this is a little bit of what Pope Francis had to say. Listen carefully. He said, the educator in Catholic schools must be, first and foremost, competent and qualified, but at the same time, someone who is rich in humanity and capable of being with young people. One more time, the educator in Catholic schools must be, first and foremost, competent and qualified, but at the same time, someone who is rich in humanity and capable of being with young people. Let's pick up on this first part here, competent and qualified. You know, there's another church document that I often talk about. It's got this beautiful phraseology of what it means to be a Catholic teacher. And it talks about that there's a great need for Catholic teachers in our schools to be convinced and coherent. I really like that. I've always loved that line. Convinced, which means if you want to be a great Catholic teacher, you must eventually be convinced of the truths of the faith. You must be convinced of the great dogmas of the faith. You must be convinced that Jesus Christ is indeed the Son of God, that he lived, died, and rose again, that he descended into hell, took captives, and ascended to the right hand of the Father. These great dogmas of our faith. We've got to be convinced in the assumption, in the virgin birth, in the incarnation, in all these beautiful things that make up our Catholic faith. So it's hard to be a great Catholic teacher if you're deeply unsure and convinced about the central claims of Christianity itself. And I'm sure none of my listeners like you would be in that position, of course. And uh, that's convinced and then coherent. Coherent means that, that the way we live, the way we speak, the way we act is all in coherence with what we claim to believe. Not perfect. We're not Pelagians. We're not believing that uh, we just strive harder and harder and live utterly perfect lives. That is, in fact, a heresy. It's the heresy of Pelagianism. So what we actually believe is that as best as possible, as much as it depends on us, in cooperation with grace, we are seeking to be coherent in our lives, that what we're presenting to young people, what we're saying about faith, morals, life, reality itself, 
is something that we're trying to live out as imperfectly as we can. I, I, by that, I mean, we don't want to be giving one message to, the, to our students about faith and living it completely contrary when we go home, living in a completely, completely contrary fashion. So that's from that document, but Pope Francis here today talks about the need to be competent and qualified. These are important things. I often say to Catholic teachers that it is good to be excellent in your discipline. It is, it's a spiritual act. Let's say you're an art teacher. It is a spiritual act of worship to take the gift that you've been given and to develop it and develop it and develop it. Why? So you can give from that place. If you're a teacher of math or uh, uh, maths, or as my American friends would say, math, without the plural, that if you are in that position, that the more that you know, the more you love your subject, the more competent and qualified you are, you should be really proud of what you give to young people. I think there's a great need for us all in Catholic education to continue to learn, to, be, to become masters of our craft, because it's one of the ways that we actually love young people. We love them by pursuing excellence in our own area so that we have so much more to give from that place. Okay, you understand? You're with me on that? So, so please keep growing, keep developing, keep learning more, keep honing your craft, because you've, the more that you master this area that you teach, the more that you have to give. Now, that's the first part. And then, of course, Pope Francis talks about being rich in humanity. What does that mean? I guess it means to understand the human experience, to understand our frailty alongside our potential, to understand that we mess up, but at the same time to see the fact that we can do incredible things, to understand that we have a yearning for love, this deep human desire for love, connection, a recognition for belonging, for acceptance, all these things that make us truly human. I've been talking with one of my daughters a lot lately. She's um, quite a really quite amazing student and she's doing a lot of stuff on, the, I guess, the history of the last hundred years or so. And she's doing a lot of stuff on communism at the moment, really looking at the history of it and um, particularly the life and the, uh, the leadership style of Stalin. Don't worry, she's not a secret Marxist. She's just absolutely fascinated by how something can go so badly wrong. And we we're having a conversation in the car yesterday and I said that I said, really, the issues are ontological issues. What's so beautiful about our Catholic faith is that it sees the reality of what it means to be human, that the human person is imperfect yet designed for perfection, that the human person is seeking home, that we are spiritual beings. Whereas, you know, of course, under Marxism, you've got scientific materialism, you've got militant atheism. And I said to her that, you know, what Marxism got wrong was its fundamental view of what it means to be human. And once you get that wrong, then anything's possible. So Pope Francis here is talking about great Catholic teachers understand what it is to be human, to be spiritual beings, that every student in front of you is an imperfect, perfectly imperfect angel, as I like to say, half angel, half, half angel, half animal, right? On our way home to the Father's house. So we want to be really good at seeing the truth about what it means to be human, to to feel the human emotions, to feel joy and to be frustrated when students resist their potential or that they're undermining themselves and then to experience sadness. You know, yesterday uh, in the school community where my son attends, they had a memorial for a student who, who died recently. It was a really sad loss. And, you know, there was a beautiful ceremony, just this recognition of the real loss and the emotions of the family. And, you know, that's what a great Catholic school can do. You can really be a part of recognizing the human experience. And then, of course, Pope Francis, to finish here, says, capable of being with young people. I was educated by the Morris brothers, and 
you know, Marcel and Champagne, the founder of the Marists was just really good at this. He was just really, really good at this part, which was being with young people. You know, he said to educate young people, uh, you first, you must love them and you must love them all equally. Isn't that an incredible line to educate young people first, you must love them and to, and you must love them all equally that you have to pray for that grace of being with young people. And I saw the Morris brothers really live that out. I was lucky to work for brother Michael Green. Uh, some of my listeners would know who he is and brother Michael, if you listen to this, hope you're doing well and thank you for your amazing contribution over many decades serving young people and staff and families. But he was, uh, he was a great example of this. He was a guy who as a principal, as a Morris principal would just roam the campus. He would just, every break, every lunch break, you'd just find him out being with young people. So friends, one more time, the educator in Catholic schools must be first and foremost competent and qualified, but at the same time, someone who is rich in humanity and capable of being with young people. So let's be competent, let's be qualified, let's be deeply human, and let's be with young people. And as always, all of this is done through the grace of the Holy Spirit, through the graces of the sacraments, through trying to live the Christian life. This is how we do it. So my encouragement to you one more time, get back out there. Take this journey. Be part of this beautiful journey with young people. What you are doing is remarkable. The best is ahead of you. There is so much more for you to do. There are so many more young people whose lives you are going to touch. God bless you. My name is Jonathan Doyle. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Go and check out all the links below, especially if you'd like to book me to come and speak live. And I look forward to having another message for you tomorrow.